Dr. Abdi. This is ABC News. And this is Northwest News Radio 1000 FM 97.7. Let's check your drive on this Friday evening at the High Performance Homes Traffic Center. Here's Natalie Melendez. No delays on your drive from Woodenville to Monroe on East 522. North Seattle Lake City Way has reopened its traffic between 143rd and 137th. Brian Crest Seattle at the intersection of 30th Avenue and 145th, there is stopping of traffic due to an accident. It's really looking packed there. In Bonnie Lake, that accident on Highway 410 cleared up Myers Road and Veterans Memorial Drive. Eastbound traffic still is really backed up, so it's looking like delays of up to a half hour. Our next one is traffic at 814. Coma 4, Shannon O'Donnell has our our forecast. It's sponsored by Northwest Crawl Space Services. Well, hi there, everybody. We're going to hang on to another 24 hours of chilly showers here around western Washington. On the west side of Puget Sound, especially around Hood Canal to Huya, back toward Brennan and Belfair, we could see some snow accumulating into our Saturday. It will be wet and sloppy, but it's still going to tally up on either side of the water there. Temps today, in many cases, didn't make it out of the 30s, but will warm back into the 40s on Saturday. Upper 40s with partly sunny skies as we dry out on Sunday. In the Coma 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Shannon O'Donnell. Cloudy skies, currently 37 in Seattle. News Radio 1000, FM 97.7. Stay connected, stay informed. Good evening, it is 8.05. I'm Kelly Blyer, and here's what's happening. It took nearly a month for an Auburn woman to come forward to turn in the one winning ticket in February's $754 million Powerball drawing. More from Northwest News Radio's Ryan Harris. Becky Bell is about to wrap up her 36 years at Boeing, and she has the airplane maker to thank, says Christy Weeks with Washington's Lottery, because even though Bell already had had tickets for that Powerball draw. She went along when her daughter bought more tickets when the prize was $747 million as Boeing rolled out its final 747. And when she saw the jackpot number, she thought, well, that's a sign. So she decided to buy a few more dollars worth of Powerball tickets, just quick pick, and that's the ticket that won. That ticket also produced a separate $8 winner. Week says there was a few tears among Bell's family, but she's handled it like a champ. I didn't really see her get too emotional emotional about it until all the paperwork was done and she had the money and I think that's when it became real. Bell opted for the $407 million lump sum payment minus nearly $98 million for Uncle Sam. Ryan Harris, Northwest News Radio. An infrequent moment of unity in the state Senate as it passes a bill 49 to 0 to strengthen cybersecurity at state agencies. Republican Senator Matt Bankey says his Senate Bill 5518 aims to get agencies working with Washington Technology Solutions. To get it to a place where we can work on preparing and updating those plans that we've seen across the nation, across the world, of the increase in cyber threats of ransomware, of just the internet hacking that we've seen across the board since COVID as well. The bill also gives the Commerce Department authority to create plans to secure the state's energy infrastructure against both physical and cyber attacks. The measure now goes to the state house. One of the last remaining mask mandates in Washington is about to be lifted. Details from Northwest News Radio's Jeff Podula. On April 3rd, masks will no longer be required at health care or correctional facilities. However, the Department of Health is recommending masks still be worn in those settings. And it's not just Washington. California, Oregon, and Washington, we've all decided to make this um, step together. State epidemiologist Dr. Scott Lindquist says the mask mandate could come back if cases rise, but at the moment, the data doesn't support such a move. Jeff Pogel in Northwest News Radio. Amazon is stopping construction on its second corporate headquarters near Washington, D.C. Northwest News Radio's John Lobertini explains. 
Amazon tells Bloomberg News it remains committed to HQ2, where the company has pledged $2.5 billion and committed to hiring 25,000 workers. The second thing is the reality of flexible work and working from home. But things have changed since 2019 when this project was coveted. Labor expert John Logan. Almost a failure of the return to office policies. We've seen several cases just in the last week or so, significant pushback. The first phase of HQ2 is almost complete, with more than 8,000 Amazon workers in Arlington, Virginia. Now is not the time to build out extra capacity. Silicon Valley high-tech observer Rob Inderley. You want to build where your employees want to live right now, because if you don't, those employees are going to be remote or you'll have a problem retaining them. With a recession looming and another pandemic possible, Amazon may be reassessing the future. John Lobertini, Northwest News Radio. A Puyallup police officer accused of raping a woman made an appearance before a judge today. Niamki Amichia pleaded not guilty to third-degree rape, and his bail was set at $200,000. He's also required to stay in western Washington if he posts bail. According to the judge, Amichia also lost his job with the Puyallup Police Department. The next hearing for Amichia is scheduled for two weeks. That's Coma 4's Tyra Majors. A 36-hour coast-to-coast drug raid led to the arrest of 90 people from Pittsburgh to Phoenix and Seattle. Agents seized hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash, illegal firearms, and also found alleged drug kingpin Bryce Benji Hill in the Emerald City. Special Agent Robert Hammer. When our special response team went in to serve the search warrant, out of the second-story window comes flying a suitcase out the window onto the sidewalk, an entire suitcase full of fentanyl. The DEA says the fentanyl confiscated in Seattle was enough to kill more than 160,000 people. Agents say the drugs are coming from the Sinaloa cartel in Mexico through Arizona with ties to China. It's time to check the Beacon Plumbing Sports Desk. The Seattle Kraken continued their hockey trip in Columbus, Ohio. Kraken win 4-2. Ford helps the Mariners drive to a spring training victory. Bill Swartz explains. 30-year-old Mike Ford has a lot of stickers on his baseball luggage. Yankees, Giants, Braves, Angels, and now with the Mariners camp for the third time. The big fellow from New Jersey spanked a two-run homer in Seattle's 6-3 Cactus League win over Arizona. Todd Murphy had a great game, three hits, three RBIs. He's a man manager Scott Service is counting on behind the plate. He's really revamped his game. I know we didn't get to see a lot of it last year. He was off to a great start and had the injury, but he had a lot of adjustments. We need to keep him healthy this year. I think the combination of him and Cal just gives us a, a really good tandem behind the plate. Mariners host Colorado Rockies Saturday afternoon. The Seattle Sounders have a Saturday night Major League Soccer match at Real Salt Lake. The OL Reign women's soccer team is losing GM Nick Pereira. He informed the club he's leaving at the end of the month to pursue other opportunities. Kurt Kitayama moves into the second round lead of golf's Arnold Palmer Invitational, two shots clear of Jordan Spieth. Sports with Swartz at 10 and 40 after the hour. Northwest News Radio. As you approach-